Welcome into the DNVR Avalanche Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR to sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boost every single week. Pick of the week for you. I'm never doing anything but betting the under with the Broncos ever again. <laughs> ever again. <laughs> Always taking the under. Uh, I, I lost my boosted bet of one touchdown getting scored in that game. I saw that. I did have to laugh a little bit because that, that, that seems... <laughs> improbable for an NFL football game <laughs> for no touchdowns to get scored. So instead I'm betting the under from now on. Uh, yeah, that's my pick of the week. Go over to DraftKings. You can get yourself a super awesome boost bet on any NFL team. When you sign up for a new account with the DNVR code. You bet five bucks, you get $200 in free bets. So a ton of money to play around with. Must be 21 or older Colorado only other terms, restrictions and conditions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook details all right so if you haven't checked it out today we posted the last of our division previews one for each division so four videos go watch those if you want to see our full cavalcade of of rankings and where we think everyone's going to end up in each division but today we're going to be talking about the top ends of those divisions the teams we think are genuine stanley cup contenders uh let's start with the east do we, do we want to start with the Mackenzie Weger extension? Yeah, today? sure. We, we can start with the news. That's fine. Weger signed eight years at six and a quarter, I believe yep. it was. Uh, great for Calgary now has turned this offseason into uh, from a huge question mark to complete stability, stability even mm-hmm. in their lineup. So, and honestly, it plays in nicely because I think we probably all agree that Calgary's probably a cup contender from the West. <coughs> yeah. Okay, sure. Why so not? It's, it'll be interesting. AJ, I know you've talked about Uyghur as kind of a rising star a lot, but where do you actually see his ceiling? Um, I mean, I think it's... I don't... I mean, where it is, where he is. <laughs> he's already there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think, he's a, I think he's a top-pairing defender that... Excels in the transition game and can give you 40 to 50 points offensively. Um, I'd be curious if he gets a more aggressive offensive role in Calgary. And that might that might boost that production a little bit, uh, give him another couple of points there. But uh, he's really been one of the more better-kept secrets uh, around the league the last couple of years. And then with the... Rise of the Panthers, there was a lot more, especially with Ekblad injury issues, there was a lot more of a spotlight put on him and um, didn't have a great postseason. But as I mentioned on Twitter yesterday, the conversation surrounding Mackenzie Weger is almost identical to the conversation surrounding Devon Taves when they got him, when, when the ads got him. Uh, so, you know, all you have to do is just expect him to make a casual jump into the top 10 defensemen <laughs> in the NHL Become and Norris candidate yeah, real quick. And it's all good. Yeah. No, I think, I think he's a top pairing guy and I think he's going to help the flames a lot. And, um, I do think he is one of the 15 ish best defensemen in the league right now. Fair enough. <clears throat> I like the AAV like 6.25 for everything. For everything. Yeah. AJ was just saying 6.25 feels like a good price. It felt lower than I expected. For an eight-year deal, that feels real low. Well, but yeah. the, and, and so the eight years is where I was going. I, I don't have a problem with the eight years. I think Uyghur is very Same. good, whatever. But it, it, it is just – it's odd to me the long-term commitments we've seen so many teams make this summer in particular. Yeah. Uh, Especially how many involved guys going into their right, 30s. Right, right. I mean, so Calgary alone. Eight years for uh, Huberto, eight years for Uyghur, seven years for Kadri. Mm. It's just, it's just odd. Well, then, that's the weird part to me. It's not just teams are giving eight-year deals. Teams are giving out multiple eight-year deals. Right, they right, abs right. did it too with Nachushkin and McKinnon, and it's mm-hmm. like you're locking yourself in forever to these lines. Well, well, so yeah. again, so let's talk about just pausing on Calgary. You know, you ask the question: Are they Stanley Cup contenders? Sure, and part of that is because I don't. I don't think the West is quite as strong. I think there I could agree. be some growing pains for Calgary, especially the start of the year. That's a lot of changeover. But again, just to your point, on the off chance, it doesn't work. These guys just don't gel. Sure. Uh, you know, they don't get to they, – they, 
they're past their primes. You don't get the same production out of Kadri that you, that he gave last year in Colorado. Huberto, again, I'm obviously speaking hypothetically, but let's say he doesn't get back to that ridiculous pace he was on last year. It's a long time. Yep. It, it's, it's a long time for guys that you've never that have never played a game for you. Yeah, that's the, the thing that kind of blows me away is that three massive commitments <laughs> guys sight unseen. Right. Like the Avs, yeah, you mentioned McKinnon, you mentioned Chushkin. McKinnon, these, obviously, that's... These are, these are your guys in right. your program right. where you're like, you know uh, what you're getting we, out of them. We're yeah. comfortable with this yeah, guy. For Fra- sure. Franchise cornerstone, you, you kind you know, the Avs kind of revitalized Nichushkin's, not kind of, fully revitalized his NHL career. He's been in the organization now for multiple years under this coaching regime, under this, uh, you know, management team. Mm-hmm. They're comfortable with these guys. Miko Rantanen, uh, or I guess not Miko, excuse me, Gabe, uh, same thing. They know these guys. It's just odd for me to see Calgary not only give out an eight-year deal, but then double down and then triple down on the super long term. I think sight unseen is a great way of putting it, AJ. (laughs) Year five of all those deals might be a real big problem. Right, right. Year three, (laughs) year four of all those deals, you might be like, oh, how do we do this? How do we get out of this? So Yeah, I mean, imagine the, you know, Uberdo is your classic, like, offensive, Mm -hmm. you know, not very physical guy where if that game drops. Right. Can fall There's off quick. N- yeah. Not much value elsewhere, especially with he already doesn't provide a whole lot defensively. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then with Kadri, he's already th- 32 when that thing gets going. Yep. Uh, yep. You <laughs> his his drop could honestly happen in immediately. Well, I mean, so in comparison to last year, right. now going into going in and and you know comparing it to the rest of his career, you fully expect him to continue to be a good player, right? But woo. Well, so but I'm glad you bring up the rest of his career because when the Abs acquired him two years ago, three, three. years ago, fuck, crazy. Um, I remember being on a show and talking about for what the Abs gave up, for what they're putting on him. You need Nazem Kadri to be 30 goal Nazem Kadri and not what he was those last couple of years in Toronto. And and again, you're to me, it's kind of the same thing with Calgary. You really need these guys to be <laughs> the yeah. best version of themselves. Otherwise, those contracts, to your point, AJ, yeah. immediately start looking real bad, but just... Well, they, they paid right. for the best versions. Yeah, like right, 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 you right, look right, at right. the price tags of each of those guys, and that's where Uyghur at $6 million is the one where you're like, yeah, you can live with that. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. By, but, but the eight years is, is the thing on Uyghur where you're like, ooh, yeah. let's well, see. And look, that's, I think that's the one thing you can fall back on if you're Calgary. I think you're pretty darn comfortable. They have the second best defense in the West. Yeah. A lot of people think it's first. Uh, I don't. I don't either. But you can understand where they're coming from if they aren't big believers in Josh Manson or Eric Johnson. In the Stanley Cup champions, yeah. I'm also a big believer that they don't have a Kale McCarr. So. They definitely, definitely. And I think that's the conversation is that the Avs have Kale McCarr. Yeah. The Flames don't, but the Flames' depth is reliable. Deeper, yeah. It's more reliable yeah, sure. uh, at this point in their careers than Josh Mance and Eric Johnson. Fair enough. Is it, though? Yeah. Is I it, mean, though? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Hold on. With, with Uyghur, I would say yes. Yeah, I mean, Rasmus Anderson, Noah Hannafin, Mackenzie Uyghur, uh, Chris Tanev is back there. Chris Tanev's been like this, like, the little tank that could his yeah. entire <laughs> career. Yep. Uh, that guy is. I don't know that that guy's going to be able to move when his career is over. He's taken such a such a beating in the NHL. I, don't, I mean, like, yeah, it, it's fine. But like, I just I look at Zadorov and like, again, just some of those guys at the bottom. Like, I don't Zadorov's like their six, though. Yeah. Well, I know, but again, that's what would I, you rather have Nikita Zadorov or Josh Manson? Because I think I would probably rather have Zadorov. Really? Yeah. See, I I, I just I remember I guess, there being I guess a lot of mistakes. Moving forward, like sure, he's younger. Um, I mean, I, you is he? I think you replaced EJ with Zadorov. Right, right, already, right. And again, like that to me is if we're talking about the depth, yeah, he's their sixth guy. But well, and part of this conversation is I think a lot of people not deep in the know in Colorado are sleeping on Bowen Byram. Right. It's true. Well, and and then like yeah. Gerard had a bad year last year, and and I think people yeah. have really adjusted the way they look at Sam Gerard, and like that's. <laughs> That's a very good defenseman. Regardless of how you feel about mm-hmm. Sam Gerrard, that's a very good defenseman. That's a, that's a bona fide top four on any team in the league. Mm-hmm. And half of them, probably a top pairing guy. 
Yeah, there'd be a lot of teams that you could make an argument that Sam Gerrard would be one of their two best defensemen. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, and, and again, that's not me saying he's a you know hard sure. top pairing guy, but point being, like, there's yeah. a lot of teams where he's a quality yep. enough player that. Well, and like we we talk about preseason doesn't matter and all, but boy, Sam Gerrard did look. He looks good. He looked like the Sam Gerrard that we were really that that we've known for such ago. a long time. Yeah. Yep. And not the same draw that we saw last year where it, it felt like he just really struggled out of the gate and mm-hmm. never really found that footing. Yep. yep. Uh, and he's already off to a better start this year. So I'm I, I mean I'm and, and we've seen so much good out of Gerard that it's there's really not like Right. This is not a thing that I'm more I'm significantly more concerned about the Josh Manson, Eric <laughs> right. Johnson. Uh, especially given how badly injuries have plagued them the last couple of years. Like, both of those guys, I'm just like, just stay healthy. Just stay healthy. Manson's such an interesting one for me because he fit, he fit really, he fit so well last yeah. year. And it seemed like right, you know, as the playoffs were ramping up, he was really starting to get comfortable. Yeah. Yep. And that is what I've noticed out of him out of the preseason. He, he hasn't been, you know, fantastic or whatever, but he just... He's not afraid to send it. Right. He he looks like he's more comfortable in the system. Yeah. He 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 was one of the ones that commented last year on how different it was in Colorado versus what he played in Anaheim. He now had the you know the obviously the playoff run with the Avs, now an off season and full training camp. He looks more comfortable. So he is someone that I'm really anxious to watch because I think he has the potential to go from being someone that you're concerned about to someone that is a real Yeah, if he's postseason pillar. version of Josh Manson, yeah. then I'm Or at least in that realm. I couldn't stop fawning over Josh Manson <laughs> in the playoffs, but I'm also, you know, when you start talking about previews and you get into right. a season and all that, like there's way more to consider than just For like, sure. hey, there was a playoff run where everything yeah. went, you know, what, what things was ex- were very pro Colorado in that playoff run. And what was exciting though was that it, he seemed like he found a really nice balance between being who Josh Manson has always been, you know, heavy defensive, you know, can kind of shut guys down, PK. But he also, like you said, he he found that kind of offensive touch. He was like, oh wait, I can. I can jump into the play. Yeah. I can shoot. This is allowed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and he just he seemed like he found a, a really nice like kind of symbiotic mix for him. Yeah. Uh and and you hope that that he finds that again. Yeah. I I'm yeah. with you. You, you no, can't you can't bank on you're going to get 9 months of the level that he was at, but if he can yeah. be in that realm and just use some of those tools, I I think you really like Josh Manson in that bottom of your lineup. Well, and that's that's the thing is that like they are going to be the guys that you know, Josh Manson and Eric Johnson, they're going to be right. here 16, 17, 18 minutes a night, depending mm-hmm. on the game. But it's just, uh, you know. so And that's and I think that's where, when you're comparing it, to bring this back to Calgary, right. that's when, when you're comparing it. I think I think you're just comfortable, like you're fine mm-hmm. um, with uh, just their their floor, their their sure. floors and their it's, ceilings. It's really, like, right. It's a relatively high floor, for sure. Yeah, it's it's where you're just like, dude, as a third pairing, like how many teams would This guy like, be in love? the top four. Yeah, right? exactly. Right. Uh, even even a guy like uh, Nikita Zadorov, you know, yeah. who's, who's frustrating and mistake-prone and all that. But, right, right, right. And, and like, you got a top prospect in Yusuf Valamaki mm-hmm. who can't get a job yep. on that defense. Can't even make the roster. You just, just can't even... Well, when you got Nick Malosh in front of you, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so so pretty clearly, we all have Avs as a cup contender. We all have Calgary as one. Are they one and two on all of your guys' boards? At, League if, wide? No, West only. West, West only. <laughs> Assuming health, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think those. I mean, and, and it's funny because in our Pacific Division preview, I I picked Edmonton to win it, <laughs> but that's entirely because I just think that Calgary is going to suffer injuries yeah. that they didn't last year. Well, in regular season, where you finish the regular season is also different from who you think can totally truly Tampa you know, finished third in their division right, right. last year. Like, yeah. Yeah, well, and and didn't I don't think they won the division either one of the years that they won the Stanley yeah. Cup, where yeah. it was like, hey, you have to go on the road in the first round, you know, like okay. Uh, that's just, I mean, that of course, Tampa is like a freak of nature, right? Like True. they're just, <laughs> they're a great example of like them yep. Pittsburgh, where it's like it has to be something systematically. And, you know, the ABS are getting into that that realm too, where it's like, mm-hmm. how is it that every guy that comes here excels? <laughs> yeah. how, how do you keep finding these guys? You know, even Evan Rodriguez in Pittsburgh, like he had a down 
part of the back, you know, the back half of the year. Still but like, but I mean, come on, season. right, right, right. It's yeah. like you're, how? Talking, you're talking about a guy that was not even in NHL. Like he was not playing every single day. No bones about right, it in right. Buffalo. Right, and he shows up in in Pittsburgh, and it's just like, oh, it's a forty point year. What, yeah, what can and, I do? and so yeah, like there are a couple of these teams where it's like. <sighs> They just have something like there's something in the water where they just find a way to get back there. Yeah, Tampa, like yeah. I said, Pittsburgh, Colorado's starting to get into that realm with some of the guys they've turned out. And we'll get into the East a little bit. I am curious who you guys have third on your list in the West, though. I'm assuming it's Edmonton for AJ. Jesse, I know in our Pacific preview, you were uh, won't get fooled again by them. Won't though. get fooled again. And I, I just look, I think Jack Campbell's a great dude. I was maybe the biggest believer in Jack Campbell after that WJC's. Uh, you know, what, 10 years ago now at this point? 11 I think years Dallas ago? is probably the biggest believer, <laughs> given that 11th overall pick that you used on him. You are correct. <laughs> um, but look, I, I just I saw the way it went down last year in Toronto. It started rolling downhill a little bit, and he's completely buckled. I think there's an equal amount of pressure in Edmonton uh, to, to, to yeah. perform, especially because they went to the conference final last year. I don't think that's going to go – I don't think it's going to go well in net I still don't think they have – their defense is better than people give it credit for. I like Evan Bouchard. Um, I think Darnell yeah. Nurse is fine. I think he's wildly overrated. Um, and, and He's wildly I, overpaid. Wildly, sure. wildly yeah. overpaid. I don't know about overrated. I don't, I don't see a lot of Darnell Nurse's uh, number one stuff out there. Oh, you, so you didn't see all the Team Canada Olympic mock-ups where several outlets had him as a top-pairing defenseman on Team Canada? I mean, if you don't have if you don't have Devon Taves and Kel McCarr as your top pairing for Team Canada, you're bad at your job. Right, right. But, but either way, I just I don't. Or think you work in Edmonton media. <laughs> I don't think they have the defense or the team defense to insulate a questionable goaltender <clears throat> as we saw last year. And I think they'll outscore their problems in the regular season. And then once they get up against a legitimate contender again near the end of the year in the playoffs. It, it, they'll get swept. You know what I mean? Like They're, the the thing that makes them scary though is that they are a you cannot make mistakes against them because their sure. their offense. I think their I think their forward core is even better. Their top six will be it is, to a pulp. It for is because sure. it, it's everybody's like oh it's just McDavid and it's just Drysaddle and it's like it's really not like Evander Kane and Zach Hyman and Ryan Nugent Hopkins are, are all really really good. Like those guys are yeah. those guys. That's a really good top six, and then you have two guys who just are like, oh great, we're you know point per game wise, we're just two of the highest scores of the last thirty years. No big deal, you know. <laughs> and they and they just vibe off each other. And oh, now they're on now they're on different lines, and they do different things. You know, Drysaddle's such a good goal scorer, and yeah, you don't think of like McDavid. You just he's just you're just like oh, he just does everything well, and then oh, you know, forty goal season just falls out of his ass, and you're like. I, I just, but like they, they are like you look at their series against the Avs last year. Like we talk about, oh, like they shut them down, or they did this, or they did that, and like they had like nine points in that yeah, series. So and I actually was just having this conversation this morning. Though, but like, like my issue with them still, and this goes back to what you're saying. Cool, they had nine points. You won zero fucking games. Yeah, but you're talking you about team, nine, team accomplishments versus. I know, I know, but 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 if we're saying, oh, you know, they have this great offense that can push them, and they're going to be a problem. They won zero games once they got up against an actual oh, contender, even with all that production. You, you got to keep the puck out of your own net. They lost an eight to six game in the Western Conference Final. And that's their problem. Goal scoring isn't their problem. And, and that's this is where the Jack Campbell question comes up because did they get better defensively? Not a, yeah, really. Like you really don't know the the whole back half of that team. You're just like uh, yeah. right, and, and that's their problem again. And and this is where the McDavid and Drysdale thing. I'm with you. They have a better forward core than people will acknowledge. The <laughs> The production not, percentage share is unit. still a little <laughs> is a little still skewed towards those two guys. They they are in on a lot of the production there. But uh, sure, I'm with you. They they have a good forward core. That has never been their issue. Go back ten years. Their forward core has never been the issue. They cannot keep the puck out of their own net, and they continue they continue to waste the prime of of their high end forwards because they just think we can outscore our problems every year. All the time, every game, yeah. and it's worked out exactly zero times. Yeah, it's hard to do in the postseason. Yep. You know, it's, yeah, it really is. Right. Um, and, and, but they when are, they even get there. They, they, like, what makes them such a problem, though, every night is that they, you, you make one mistake, and, mm -hmm. you know, McDavid is jamming a puck down your throat. You know, you, 
you end up with oh you you accidentally flip, flip a puck out of play and but great here's a 30 percent power play going right. on the man advantage you know there like are, look there are games where mcdavid can give you between three and five points and if on that night jack campbell is an actual swiss cheese Right. Yeah. They're probably gonna win. And, and, and yeah. again, and this this and, just and all... it's, it's it's like for me, I'm like, if you swapped Pavel Francouz and Mike Smith in the Western Conference Final last year, does the outcome change? Uh, I, I think they win a game. I don't think they have sweep. Yeah, yeah I don't think they sweep. Uh, again, I I, and, I don't think the overall outcome of the series changes, but I think they at least get a game. They might. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where they end up with it. I, yeah. I, I think the abs still win because I think I the abs were, they were healthier and they were just better. Well, so, but like we have to remember like that was a, that was a good series. It was an entertaining series with, they had a, we had a one goal game in game one. Yeah. With an which, another. yeah, which, yeah. which ended up a little chaotic, but it was wild. And, um, yep. And then game, but game four, I mean, that's an overtime game. Uh, and and like that, that they were they were close enough in that series that it's like sure. it was interesting, but I I just like them because they can just attack you in ways that very 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 few teams can just be like, well we'll just send out the top guys and those top right. guys are just better than everybody else's top guys yeah and and, see- and Colorado was one of the teams that can handle that yep. Yep. and then you look at okay who else is on that list like. Tampa Bay's top guys, mm-hmm. another team that just they just can yeah. handle yeah. that. Where okay, we're gonna put our best on best and just let them ride. Yep. yep. But how many other teams are there? Well, and, like and, Calgary, best on best. Do you feel as comfortable? Well, so so here's here's Ask no again in a month. Yeah, so not, maybe not. <laughs> Slide as, unseen, right? <laughs> <laughs> Ask again in seven years. Um, the other, my other issue with them is because I, I agree with you. They are a team that capitalizes on your mistakes. And, and I thought the Avs were maybe one of the best teams at that last year as well. You make one, again, game one of the Stanley Cup final. Victor Hedman makes like one errant pass too many. It's in the back of your net. The Avs are really good at that too. Where Edmonton, I think, has gotten themselves in trouble and, and where they will still struggle this year. You are right. They are very opportunistic. It's when you get against those teams who can be equally or close to as opportunistic and make fewer mistakes. The Oilers still make, as of last year, too many mistakes away from that top six, where as deadly as they are capitalizing on those mistakes, they are equally as bad at preventing mistakes from ending up in the back of their net. And that is the problem that until they solve that, they will be a really exciting, fun, regular season team that won't accomplish much because you just can't outscore your problems in the postseason. Yep. I want to see what happens with the full year of Jay Woodcroft. Um, I do think that he really helped their identity a lot. He really helped them kind of settle into uh, a comfort zone as a team. Mm-hmm. And I think that was something that they had really been seeking for a long time. Because they had they were playing under a head coach uh, that just wanted them to be something that they weren't. Mm-hmm. And I think Woodcroft was like, look. Right. We've got some, like, we need to just kind of lean into a little bit of this and, and just say, we are comically explosive on offense. Right. Let's go do that, and then we'll try to mitigate it on the other end. Right. And it's hard to do. I, I'm gonna it's sa- hard to do. I'm going to sound like I'm just being a contrarian here, and I promise I'm not, because I'm with you. I, I, am, I am curious to see what he does for a full season. Yeah. Being up close with him last year in that series... I, I, I just he lost I, his composure. Yeah, the, right. Those he, he, those pressers were not a good look. I, I got. I, he just felt a little bit like a pretender in in some of those situations where it's like, buddy, you seem a little over your head here, and that's why I'm yeah. really interested. I'm with you. I'm interested yeah. to see because no, it's it's a totally fair criticism. He lost me a bit in, well, that, in that series. In a six month span, he went from coaching in the AHL to the coaching in the Western Conference Final. For sure, for sure. Like that dude was on. That that dude was a deer in the headlights where he yep. was like, because. We all know, like postseason, we talk, we we talk about why postseason experience matters mm-hmm. because you do get into those big situations. You do, and look when they were when the games, game seven uh, of of the first round against LA, you're kind of like, ah, well, you know, if we lose, it's a disappointment. Mm-hmm. If we win, cool, we get the Battle of Alberta, and then the Battle uh, Battle of Alberta just kind of everything just sort of went their way. Right, right, right. Calgary it all fell into just place. Collapsed a yeah, little bit. Like, yeah, like well, and Jacob Markstrom plays horribly. Yeah, like, horribly in that series. Yeah, like maybe the worst goaltending performance of a series last playoffs. Legitimately, like yep. it was 
horrible, man. And 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 like you know, Jacob Markstrom is a much better goaltender than that. Yep. And and they just sort of it's sort of like they didn't really face that kind of adversity. Yep. You know, the seven game series against LA was tough. But it was different. Because <laughs> they were supposed then, to win that one. It shouldn't have gone so well and then and then when they won it, it was like yep. okay. And then Battle of Alberta went way too easily. And they come into they, they go up against Colorado and the Avs just were like Everything that you do, we do better. Right, 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 right. And I think that there was just a lack of answers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they knew that, that it was a very thin line between we're about to get dog walked mm-hmm. and being competitive. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that coaching staff was really on edge when little things went against them. You know, that- the, the Makar at the end of the first period mm-hmm. with the... Uh, with the tag-up rule. I like, don't even think it made it that far. No, I stuff, think they watched Darnell Nurse turn over a puck for the first goal and knew he was injured and just went, oh, no. <laughs> and, like, they knew because Dreisaitl and Nurse were both yeah. – both had, both had, like, serious injuries that they mm-hmm. were dealing with. Uh, and they knew. And they just didn't have Colorado's depth. Yep. They just could not – like, Colorado survived without Sam, – like, Sam Gerard disappeared off the roster. Jack Johnson <laughs> came in, and everybody was like – yeah, okay, that happened. Right, right, right. <laughs> but like, this was like Darnell Nurse. This is a guy that's irreplaceable for them. And Leon Dreisaitl was playing severely hampered. Yeah, looked like he was dying after every shift. Mm-hmm. Right. Just a, just a. We spent a ton of time on the Oilers. I know, we but, have. Well, but, but like, like a, to me, these are the like, three teams in the West. They are a truly fascinating team because you could absolutely, I could absolutely envision them back in the Western Conference Final again. Totally. I could also. If they, the if, they, <laughs> if they if they lose in the first round, I would be like, eh, yeah, I could totally see that. Right, and then, and I, then I don't see them missing the postseason without something going wrong. A, yeah. a massive it, underperformance yeah, in net or implode, yeah. or or like serious injury, especially given the way that the Pacific is, is this year. It's just kind of a soft division. Yeah, see, uh, I, I could see them having a season kind of like. Uh, the Islanders or like Vegas last year, if they were to miss, like in a situation like that where it gets away from you early and you can just never get it back, on get track. it, get that yeah. back on track. It's, it can be really hard, right? And and you know again, so seriously, Edmonton is a team for me that I don't have them as a true cup contender for me. Like half, I'm being tongue in cheek, but really, I just think there's too much variance in their roster for. Yeah. I just I can't say I feel confident about a team that I wouldn't be fully shocked if they missed the playoffs. As a cup contender, I, I just is, can't get myself. There. So this is this is where I think the conversation shifts into: Are there any teams in the league I, that are truly elite? And I I want to get into this conversation, but we are brought to you by Avaca. So we should TV. probably do this first. Avaca uh, <laughs> is maybe your best option for getting altitude right now. Not it, maybe it definitely. It, it's is. only fifteen bucks a month for the first three months, and only twenty five bucks a month after that. So you can mm-hmm. go to avaca.tv slash dnvr. That's e v o c a dot tv slash dnvr to get signed up today. It's not complicated. They send you out a box. You plug it right into your TV. You turn it on. You're watching the game. You don't have to download any apps. You don't have to do any streaming nonsense. You can just go watch it. It's super easy. Highly recommend. Uh, it, if you're in the Denver area. You're good. That not only altitude, AT and T, Sportsnet, national channels. If for some horrible reason you want to watch the Broncos too, uh, go check it out today. And once you're set up, go get yourself some Breck Brew. They're everywhere now. Literally, you cannot go into a liquor store without finding some Breck Brew. So use the local beer locator online at breckbrew.com to find that. And also, be sure to check out the Hoot Nanny coming up just a couple days from now, right? This weekend. Yeah. So literally tomorrow. Uh, things kick off there. It's a big old party celebrating Breck Brew's 32nd birthday. Also kind of a cool way to uh, kick off the start of the NHL season, which technically started today, but doesn't really start until Tuesday. It's a pretty good representation right here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate that they did that regular season while preseason's still going on. Right. Yeah. You'd think that it's they weird. would at least like end the preseason games. Right. But nope, here's a real game that counts right in the middle of a bunch of games that don't. At 1 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> I think the Rangers are close to an elite team, man. No. Go watch you, our you, you. division preview for how much we disagree with that. So, so look, and, oh, wait, are we done with reads? Because yes. we do yes. always jump in. Yes, we are done. So I, I'm not going to get further into the biz conversation. We're not talking about it. He made a comment tonight about the Rangers. They were talking about the Rangers, I think, 
between the second, third intermission of the game before the abs. And AJ, I was thinking about you because he made some points about the Rangers of like, that may have been a little bit more smoke and mirrors than people think. They really had no business getting out of that first round if it's not for Sidney Crosby going down and the Penguins being on a third string goal. Yeah, Louis yeah. Domingue in net. Right, right. And then... And uh, arguably still should have lost that series. Right. <laughs> arguably still should have lost. They did everything they could to lose that series. Right. Pittsburgh was just snake bid like that. Yeah. And then who did they play in the second round? Uh, Carolina. Yeah. Carolina. Goalie and, injuries. And, and you know, he mentioned yep. the goalie injuries. They they looked real, you know, out of sorts. How many times did we mention during that series? Is anyone going to step up and like score a big goal for this mm. team? And then the they, home away thing. Right, yeah. right, right. And then they get out to a two game lead against the Lightning and kind of buckle. And yeah, how they definitely ran out of gas. Right. And yeah. how much of all of that was led by uh, Igor Shesterkin, and and, and mm-hmm. he was just making the point of like. I think people saw them run to the Eastern Conference Finals and are kind of assuming, hey, maybe they're this juggernaut, blah, blah, blah. But when you take one step back and look at their full season body of work, it's like, well, they were inches away from imploding multiple times. Well, and they were... Sturkin doesn't have a top 25 all-time goalie season. (laughs) Uh, More like top 10. I I wanted to be as like... (laughs) It's really a top 10. I I I didn't want to go there and people be like, are you kidding? Yeah, I am genuinely being... Generous by by dropping it to ten. Ten, yeah. It was that kind of historic season, beginning to end, uh, counting postseason, everything else that happened, because that was a bad five v five hockey team. They were and, like really bad. And what did the Rangers do over the summer that that convinced anybody that they got better? Like uh, Igor Shosturkin is great, but it is unfair to ask him to do that again. Yep. Uh, and and because I mean, then you're just like, okay. If you go and do it again, then you're starting to put together a resume where you're like, <sighs> right, 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 right. Are you just the best goalie of all time? Right, right. <laughs> and obviously, like two years in, that's stupid. But it was that kind of a season behind a so, team like that. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, look, Shosturkin needs Shosturkin is very likely going to drop some level and still probably be a top five goaltender, but he will likely drop some level. Right. How do they handle that? Well, and then they lost. How do they Andrew handle? Kopp from they the lose. They lose Andrew Cop. Uh, they they actually lose a couple of guys in free agency, mm-hmm. and they trade away a guy like uh, Niels Lundqvist, yep. who they just couldn't get a job for. Right. Uh, and and it's just. And is Chris Kreider going to score twenty five power play goals again in route to fifty? Well, right. Chris Kreider scoring fifty. Like there were so many things for the Rangers last year that just went their way. Yeah. And then you consider. For me, this is a really, really big factor and why I'm down on them. It's an external factor of the East is much better. It is much more competitive from the bottom up where it isn't like – because last year you could easily make the argument there were seven pretty good teams, Mm -hmm. maybe six pretty good teams, and then there was Washington and the Rangers. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the Rangers really were driven by percentages in like – in a yeah. major, major way. Unsustainable level. Well, when you go and you watch them in that playoff series, oh. and they get outplayed almost every game yep. through three rounds. Yep, 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 yep. And it's just your goalie just doing the work here. Yep. And mm-hmm. and their power play being just good enough to get them just enough offense yep. to get across the finish line. And you could get by. Look, sometimes runs like that happen. We saw it with the uh, the Yarrow Halak Montreal Canadiens back in the day. <laughs> Sometimes those things do happen. Were they repeatable? Right. Well, did Yarrow Halak ever do that in the postseason again? And they usually no. end the way that it did for the Rangers, yeah. where yeah. it's a hard, it's a you hard just fizzle out. Completely steam out. Yep. 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 Yeah. Where you at some point you're going to run out of gas. They ran out of gas. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So I, I mean. <laughs> to answer your question about are there elite teams, I, I, again, for me, I do still think it's... That was awesome. Did you get that? Was that from upstairs? No. Oh, do we have them upstairs now? Yeah. yeah. We're getting some after this. Later. Show, yeah, sure. see ya. Uh, um, no, but I, 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 I'm gonna, I will put Colorado and Tampa in that ring. I, and I, I put, don't think you can put Tampa there I, I put there Tampa anymore, there man. under the same guys that I will continue to... I'm with you guys. I'm with you guys, but again, until someone <clears> knocks <throat> them off out east, 
I, I, I'm not going to pick against them. I want to get to Tampa, but I want to get to the rest of that division first. Okay. Because I are we done with the West? I, I will I get, we'll get to dark horses in a bit. I think I mean I think there are three teams that I, I take really seriously, and then <laughs> and that's fair. There's the the only team that I'm that makes me uncomfortable. Because You're probably going to say the same thing that I would. I just have no idea. It's Minnesota. Oh, I was going to say Vegas. No, um, Vegas. Vegas, I think, is going to get undone by Vegas. Vegas problems. Yeah, the goaltending is the one thing, and I hate. I'm sorry for this pun, but like they're just such a roll of the dice all yeah. over, the, <laughs> like all yeah. over top to bottom. They are another team where they have good enough players that. If they were really good, I wouldn't be fully surprised. If they're in the Connor Bedard sweepstakes at the end of the season, I equally would not be surprised. I think I think with Vegas, I just don't believe in their high end anymore um, because I just think that I think that their salary cap mismanagement has cost them too so much, much talent. So much. Where it's just like, look, you look at the top, the very tip top of that roster. And Eichel you're like, and Stone, I'm interested that in. That guy's watching. really good. That guy's really good. That guy's pretty good. That guy's like 33 or whatever. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just not really. And there's just so many factors with Vegas. Like, are we going to see William Carlson continue to trend the wrong direction? Right. Yeah. How much can they get out of someone <coughs> like a Zach Whitecloud really? Yeah, I mean, can Chandler Stevenson keep up the the hero act that he's put on the last couple right. of years? Yeah. <laughs> and not to mention, you gave away who was arguably your best player down the stretch after you tried to illegally trade him. <laughs> Evgeny Dadunov was maybe their best offensive weapon when they were trying to just well, and scratch and claw into the playoffs. The one guy that they would turn to and say, hey, we really need a goal here who could actually score a goal for them was Max Pacioretty. Mm-hmm. And he gone. And, and gone, he yeah. is also gone. So Eichel's, def- I'm going to be really interested to see Eichel with a Full year, yeah, healthy, definitely. He'll be their big X factor. I'm, obviously. I'm definitely like I'm in on Vegas as a playoff team. I think they're good. I think it's a good hockey team. Uh, as an elite one, I'm not in on. But yeah, no, 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 no. Minnesota is the team it, that I just don't have a feel for. The problem is Vegas. Problem they need to make it through the first two months of the season with Logan Thompson in that, and not. I'm sure Logan Thompson's great and all, but. NHL's a different beast. I, I mean, it's not even the first two months. It's all it, year. It, it they, have, they need an answer all sure, year because there's at, no Leonard. At what point does Brassois come back? And, well, and that's not your answer. Well, and, and so I, he, I, was, I, he was – Laurent Brassois was the Brassois once. <laughs> Otherwise, he's been Laurent Brassois. <laughs> I, uh, I said it on our Pacific Division preview show. Vegas needs a quiet season. They just need to play hockey this year. Yeah. They need to stop with all the other stuff. Pick a goalie, commit to him, ride Quietly with him. get the third spot in the Pacific. Right, right. Yeah. Just, no drama, if, man. If they can just go have just a, an average season, nothing crazy happens in either direction, I think they're a playoff team. I think they're better than people think after the way that yeah. last year went. But look, if, if their management and their ownership group is hell-bent on making sweeping changes constantly, yeah. It, it'll be a repeat of last year. If, if you're going to try to yeah, go out... Can, can they resist the urge to try and go after Patrick Kane at right, the deadline? Right. Can they resist the urge to go after Patrick Kane? If you come out of the gate and, and the goaltending isn't great, can they resist the urge to go do something stupid yeah. to try to bring in a goalie to, you know, to patch over what's happening? And it's just going to make it worse. Like Honestly, I think they need to, whether it's, it's uh, Thompson or... How did I... Or, Aiden Hill. Uh, is he in Vegas? Yeah, he's their fourth string. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Br- uh, Br- Bressois. Oh my God! <laughs> like, I-, I think you just need to say, "Hey, look, it's these guys. We'll have like the internal rotation." If that's your biggest controversy, is which of these three guys is playing? I think Vegas is like. I think they're okay. Yeah. Assuming that that conversation isn't they're giving up five goals a night. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if they but, get Seattle's goaltending from last year, I don't right. think it would be a huge shock because you're just like, Logan Thompson it's, couldn't handle the job. Right. None of these other guys are actually any good and right. can't be starters. Uh, so that's a problem. I, it's, it's hard, to, it's, it's hard I, to win when you give up four every night. We yep. do got to transition to the East here. I think there's probably three teams that everyone has at the top, those being Carolina, Toronto and some people Florida. Carolina is getting to the Edmonton territory for me, man. I just I don't know how many more times I can get burned believing in those dudes. Yeah, it's it, AJ has talked about this a lot. Who's the the who's big the dog guy? there? Right? Who's your alpha male? Yeah. Who's the guy? Who's your alpha male? Because yep. you thought Andre Svechnikov, Sebastian Aha, one of those two guys would do yep. it, and then they kept getting into big situations, and those two guys just kept being like. 
Are you going to do it? Are you going to do it? Are you going to do it? Are you going to do, do it? Yeah. Do we got a dog in here? <laughs> Looking for two Gs. Maybe, dog, two Gs, two maybe, Gs. Uh, maybe it's Brent Burns. <laughs> maybe it took two Bs. According to Rudo's buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's Brent Burns. Going to be honest. No, I, I, yeah. that's, that's really the biggest question mark that I have with the Hurricanes because defensively they're great. Uh, on yep. offense, they're, they, depth they, is great. they're really good and... They're young. They're, they've got everything that you would really want a team. They've got good goalies. They when they're, they're healthy. Just, that, that's the one other thing is they have. They're just <laughs> talented. They're, it's a really talented hockey team, top to bottom. You can't really find a really obvious hole other than they got two goalies that get hurt a little too often. Right. Yeah. They uh, <laughs> they have like the two most injury prone goalies in the NHL that are both really really good when they're yeah, healthy when and healthy they're on. and consistent. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Anti Ranta was a guy. Not all that long ago, people were like, "Yo, this is a you know he's working his way well, to this like upper echelon." He was going to he was going to be the starter until he got hurt, and Darcy Kemper was like, uh, "Okay, I guess I'm really good too." <laughs> <laughs> it, it, so comparing that, is it genuinely sort of the same conversation with Toronto? Are, are, is there a team that have to prove it to you at this point? Because on paper, they look like they should be a contender, but in practice, they can't get it out of the first round. Prove it, prove it to us. They got to prove it to, <laughs> to them. themselves. Yeah, yeah. sure. They, they are officially into that tier now. I feel, I feel a little bit of sympathy for them last year, and I think we talked about this. They pulled the one team in the first round last year, where it's like, wow, in a year where you really need to get out of the first round, that is brutal luck. <laughs> yeah, well, and like you look at other, you look at other failures where they're like, oh, they they blow series leads or they blow a game seven lead or they right. whatever, and you're like, Toronto. But like last year, you're yeah, they did blow a series lead, but it was Tampa Bay, right. man. It's like, to a goalie cold. who's nineteen and zero in situations like yeah, that with giving like, up less was, than one goal a game. It was cold blooded, yeah, man. It like, brutal. So it, it so took like, <laughs> it took a team of true killers in Colorado to drop those dudes, right? Right, and not a not a bunch of wannabes like what Toronto has up in there. Mm-hmm. And they but still that is had a, still yeah. a really good hockey team. It's a very good hockey team. Um, Again, I think similar to Edmonton, I thought it was a weird gamble in net given the importance of this year. Kyle Dubas is in the last year of his deal as GM. You're you're two years away from Austin Matthews hitting free agency. Uh, You really need to start having some level of success. I thought it was a weird decision in net given what all rides on this season. Um, But look, like AJ said, they have to prove it to themselves. They are into this territory now where it is a mental block. I don't care what they say. You have to get out of that first round. If you don't don't get out of the first round this year, I don't think there's any way Austin Matthews signs in the summer. And then you're going into next season with this, we need to show something to keep him here. Um, This is going to be, they are going to be one of the most interesting teams to watch in terms of what they actually end up accomplishing. I think they are the team that is the single most dependent on seeding. Yes. Finish yep, yep, yep. first. Yep. They need to win the division with anybody team. else so that they can get like the caps or right. you know, somebody somebody that they they could maybe feel a little more comfortable going up against mm-hmm. uh, and not this Tampa Bay like nonsense that yeah. they got this this last year because I, I will say their division has not done them any favors no. one through three with Tampa still Bay and strong as hell yeah, yeah with Tampa Bay Boston and Toronto over the last five years cold blooded yeah that is cold blooded yeah like that is that is a hard path and we've been like we meme on Toronto for it but. Good for Boston for being able to get through that. Right, really speaks to how how good that core has been, how for good those sure. teams have been. But this this Maple Leafs team, I think, will benefit the most from. I think everybody else around them dropped a little bit, mm-hmm. and then everybody except Carolina and Carolina's like a they're Carolina. You know what they are, yeah. and it's everybody's just waiting to see if they can take. Right. The big step in the postseason. For me, they're a little bit different than Edmonton. Not not far off from like the, yeah, how long, how many more times are you going to burn everyone? They're a little bit different because Edmonton has just gone through a couple stretches, even in the last seven years where they've missed the postseason or, you know, the, the wheels have kind of come off. Toronto, what's <laughs> mind-blowing about them is for the last, what, five years, they're right at the top, yeah. right at the top of the league, the top of the division. They've it, been like one of the most it, consistently well, good right. regular season teams over the over the Austin Matthews era. Yeah. All five of those years, final game elimination. Yep, game sevens and then the game five elimination in the weird bubble. Right, right, right. But 
Yeah, it's they've, just they've been this close for five years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and and they do. You are starting to wonder a little bit how much, how much is the mental side weighing on them? Because you see it in the body language in those game sevens. You can you know they're gonna lose before fun. the pucks even dropped. You can just see it on their faces. It's the if we fall behind, we're screwed. You, it was game six uh, against Tampa this last year for for the Leafs. They were they had a one goal lead mm. and they went to a five on three and you saw it. You saw it. They they panned the bench and you saw it on their faces. Tight. You saw it in their eyes. Tight. It was <laughs> here we go. Oh shit! Yeah. Tampa scores to tie the game. To tie the game. And it's just heads down, slumped shoulders. Yeah. It's like this series is done. That They're- Kucherov goal, everybody. I think yeah. when Kucherov yep. scored that goal, everybody was like, "That was it. Yep. That's <laughs> your chance." Don't man. even play Game Seven. Just move the Lightning on. Yeah. Like it's you don't want to play him. You don't want him to play Game Seven because you know how it's going to end. <laughs> right. But it's just going to create another PTSD moment right. for a lot of fans out there. Right. Right. And uh, this time it had to be Nick Paul two goal game like that that did him in. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They made Nick Paul a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, no that postseason run in general, <laughs> yeah. dude. That goofy uh, ass bounce and that goal that he yeah. scored in game one against was the he Avs, an eight year like, deal? No, no. Okay, it's like six. Yeah, was like, it was way it was, longer than yeah, I thought. Yeah. It was weirdly long. Um, it was it was long, and the AAV was low, yeah. and so it was like okay. But I get this. this is the Kelly Yarncrook thing. <laughs> but you know, it's Toronto. They really are. They're going to be so interesting because not even I don't even think they need to win the cup this year. Like their core is still so help. young. It would really help. It would really help. <laughs> <laughs> their core is still so young. But I really do look. Uh, there's the obvious Arizona tie with Austin Matthews. They're going to have money. Yeah. The cap's going to be going up. Uh, you just won't convince me that that's not at bare minimum a threat. And if you can't show Austin Matthews anything this year, he's already like a celebrated here in Arizona. Yeah. I don't remember who it was. The other day was trying to make the argument like, oh, no, he wants to be the guy in the spotlight. You don't think that his face would be on every billboard in downtown Arizona? Yeah. Is there any more of a spotlight than going to Arizona and making them relevant? Right, right. Making them relevant in the NHL. I, I meant like lines up with them getting the new arena. Just lines up with them getting the new arena. arena. Well, like, like, right. like the timing of it, because the cap is going to go up, uh, the Coyotes should start to have their ascent right about that time. Yep. Like All these things line up where you're like, these pieces all fit together pretty nicely. <laughs> right, and to the point where at bare minimum, it'll be very enticing. You know my, they're going to throw big my money. My favorite part of it is the hypocrisy of Toronto fans. Yeah, being angry about this, <laughs> that people are like, he's not going to Arizona. He would never leave Toronto right. for Arizona. How dare? Just because he's from there doesn't mean he's going to yeah. go there. Yet and you're every- like, dudes don't go back to Toronto constantly. Right. Like, like every single there. GTA yeah. to free agent that right. hits the market, they feel entitled to. Right. He wants to come back home and play for the Leafs. And I just think that if you're, again, we heard it from Connor uh, McDavid a couple of years ago. So what did he annoying. say? Like, we have five years. You know, we want to see that we're on the right track. Uh, while Austin Matthews hasn't outright said that, you know he's thinking that same thing. Like, look, I have a pretty clear window here for us to get this on track. And if not, like, his parents live in, in Tempe. Uh, again, he It, it really is, there, like, Junior one of Coyote. those things. There has been way too much smoke behind right, the scenes. Right, right, right. Like, even somebody like me has heard things that Austin Matthews doesn't love playing for the playing for that organization. I, I'm, I'm... Is there a little right. beef there, would you say? No, I, I do. I just... Yes. <laughs> I was trying to dance around it a little bit more. <laughs> well, go to Hassle Cattle Company to get your beef. Don't worry oh, wow, about behind a... the scenes. Uh, <laughs> that was great. That was such a good transition. I didn't even know yeah. what you were doing. I thought you were just it legitimately obvi- It was obvious that it just went poof. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> I tried to rein us back in. Yeah. Hassle, you can get 20% off with them right now with code DNVR20. They have some of the best meat out there. Their Wagyu beef is just absolutely delicious. The burger is unbelievable. The sausage is amazing. We have those at the DNVR tailgates for Broncos games. I need to interject on the burger. Okay. Because it is someone that it's something that you used to talk about yeah. it a lot before I tried it, and when I tried it, I was like, "Wow, this this is as good as he said." And then I started telling people about it, and I had one night where uh, my mom, uh, my dad, and both sisters came down, and all four of them had it. And again, I think my dad was even like, "Jess, it's a burger. Like, relax." <laughs> and halfway through, they all were like, "This is so good. <laughs> this is crazy. It really, it genuinely does make a difference." Uh, I, I was very skeptical of it. I was like, it's a yeah, it's a burger, it's a ground beef burger. Z did the same thing when she sure. was here. I'm and sure she tried it's good. it and yeah. was like, 
It, yep, it, that was delicious. It, it, like, you don't understand the phrase like melt in your mouth for like red meat until you have it. And it's like, oh, yep. that is just that much better. So you can get the patties on the uh, Hassle Cattle website. Yep. I've got a couple at home right now in my freezer. Get they them. are that good. Get Highly them. recommend. Uh, go to HassleCattleCompany.com to order. Again, DNVR20 to get 20% off your order when you do. And uh, then, you know, when you're trying to live that healthy lifestyle, Athletic Greens got you covered. Just one scoop in your water every morning. 75 different vitamins and minerals in it, a bunch of probiotics. Gets your immune system boosted up and helps with just your daily routine. A ton of athletes use it every single day, part of their workout routine, stuff like that. So go to athleticgreens.com slash avalanche today. When you order, you also get a year's supply of vitamin D shipped with it. Take control of your health. Get yourself athletic greens. See, I didn't have my AG1 this morning. My back's a little stiff. That's why you're late. I wasn't late. I was, <laughs> I was less on time than everyone else. Um, but yeah, no, that probably was it. <laughs> uh, third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. In the East, still do need to talk about the Florida teams. The Florida Panthers, in a weird spot, they did the thing that Toronto couldn't do. They got through the first round and then were soundly defeated by Tampa Bay. Barely, by their big man. brother. Yeah. <laughs> Barely got through that first round. They did get through it, though. And kind of a weird team in flux this year. They got Matthew Kachuk, but traded Huberto and Uyghur. It is weird that the President's Trophy winning team is the team that I'm just like, can I sell all my stock in it? <laughs> well, it all it, of it? So just get them out of here. As, I don't, I'm not buying shit on these guys Rudo, anymore. What ended up being correctly pointed out last year, they just felt kind of gross the whole time, <laughs> right? Like, I just never really... You know, when, you, when you have to win, like... Something like twelve games Coming with back. third with Every third period other, right, 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 Yeah, when you're when you trail in like half the games that you play in, just in general during the season, uh, and and when you when you get down multiple goals on a regular basis, yep. and your team just gets comfortable living like that. Like it's one thing to be said for, hey, they're a team that's comfortable coming f- back, you know, in games, and they don't get down on themselves. But it's also a team that's constantly <laughs> getting down getting in games. Down. And as the teams get better, you can't keep that pulling that same bullshit. Right, right. You just can't. Well, it goes well, back to the Edmonton thing, right? Like when you get to a certain point, you can't just say, hey, we're going to score seven tonight. It's the same thing for Florida. You get to a certain sure point. They sure could have used their power play showing <laughs> well, up the, in the playoffs. They could have. Florida? Yeah. But yeah. I, I yep. look at that team, and for the last handful of years, it's been sure their forward core is great. And now you look at their defense, and their top pairing is Aaron Ekblad, and is Brandon Montour really going to be your top pairing D next to Ekblad? Like, yeah. don't give. I love Montour, but come on, it's going to be Dadko. <laughs> oh God, Radko Gudas on a top pairing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think they'll yeah, still be good. It's, it's uh, a defense that you definitely have question marks about, and nobody seems to really buy stock in Sergey Bobrovsky now that he got the paycheck. Yeah, everybody's like. <laughs> See, I think I picked them. I think I picked them to win the division in our division previews. I, I think. think you did, yeah. Um, and that's partially because I think, I, I, again, I still think Tampa is until someone beats them, they are. But I don't. I don't think they'll win the division again. <laughs> I don't know when the last time was they won the division. Um, Not that long ago, they just got swept in the first round by Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I just think that like Florida and Toronto will kind of have similar, a little bit of high wire act here and there. Uh, I like Florida's goaltending way more than I like Toronto's. Uh, but again, yeah, we didn't really even talk about Toronto much outside of their postseason failures. But well, that's all that matters. Yeah, that that team's a playoff team, and they need to do I it like, when it counts. Like, I think their goaltending has sneaky upside. But it's, oh, oh, I'm not it, saying I don't I, like it. I just like I Florida's better. I like Sergey Bobrovsky and Spencer Knight. Boomer bust is oh, that's more sure. accurate. Yeah, yeah. that's yep. there, there. Doesn't seem like there's going to be much middle ground for yep. for the Leafs there. Yep. Um, but and yeah, with, I just with with Bob and Knight, I think you're like you yeah. feel pretty comfortable on any given night. Yeah. Um, and and look, like we haven't even mentioned Matthew Kachuk's name. That's a big pickup for them, 100-point yep. guy. Be so, interesting stylistic change from Jonathan sure. Uberdo, Mr. Nice, you know, wants to, wants to make passes from the perimeter all the time. And Did this not feel like a Battle of Florida move? They got, they've been, they've been um, the little brother for so long, they got fully bullied in that second round, and they were like, we need someone who's just going to come out there and run Nikita Kucherov over getting people's faces. 
who's also a very, very good player. Given the price of it, I think it felt more like a Vegas move. I think that it felt more like a shiny toy syndrome for Interesting. me. Interesting. All right. I, okay. I, I, I'm not, I don't disagree. It felt like a team that didn't want to negotiate with Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like it, they knew that yeah. they had Uberdo and Uyghur coming up and that they were going to really struggle to re-sign those guys. And so yep. they were like, hey, we can try and get value because we had heard that they were, they were shopping Uyghur earlier in the offseason. And then when the Kachuk thing came up, it was almost like the excuse they needed. Yeah, 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 yeah. To move on from, to add, to just like toss Mackenzie Weger into a deal. But then they never did anything that would replace him. And so it was like, well, now, I mean, you've, you've gone Uberdo to Kachuk yeah. is great. But your defense right. is but just But now bad you're now. just, <laughs> now you're just without Mackenzie Weger. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. a really big problem here. You guys didn't do anything to try and replace that guy. So what's, what's the solution here? So we do have the other side of Florida. As we, we do have to start wrapping up the show here. Um, Tampa Bay. Fuck Tampa Bay. Still very good. Without a doubt, got worse. Over very the good, my yeah. ass. Lost Andre Pilat. Lost Ryan McDonough. Bunch of bitches. Okay, well. <laughs> sure. See, I just, again. Pretender-ass motherfuckers. <laughs> they, this seems like the first. Ooh, I was going to. I was going to talk about Florida's cap space, but they uh, still have some work to do before yeah. opening night. Yeah. Um, yep. Tampa, again. I'm with you guys. They definitely got worse. <laughs> definitely got worse. Um, and I think this will be a year for someone to knock them off. But I just go back to what we talked about at the top of the show. For some reason, there have been so many guys that have gone in there recently. We're like, oh, well, there's the big, there's the big downgrade. Again, we talked about it at the beginning of the playoffs last year. <sighs> this fourth line, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a way step down from what it was a year before. And it was. And fucking Nick Paul scores two goals in game seven. And it's like, Okay. I, okay. I mean, look, they're always going to have the ultimate trump card, right? It was Florida had, what, 42 shots on them in that game five, yep. and it just didn't matter because Andre Vasilevsky exists. Mm. Yep. Like, yep. As but, long um, as they have him, they've got a shot. I think the Lightning are a lot closer to the Rangers than they are to last year's Lightning. And, and I, I see again, roster-wise, I don't disagree with you, but they are one of those teams that I think people way, way, way overrate playoff experience sometimes. But again, like you just they just go about their business. Nothing bothers them. Nothing rattles them. Uh, that, that, that group is just mature enough and has been through enough that... We saw a lot rattle them in that final. Well, yeah, because that, that John was... John Cooper, <laughs> Mr. Cry Pants. Dude, dude. I actually was talking about him this morning, too, with my, with my buddy and how, yeah, the came unraveled a bit there in the final. But, again, like... I think it's going to be the undoing of that dynasty. Do you I really? think that Whoa. was I think that was the end of it, man. I don't... I, I, if, if, if you're... I think it's... They're, they're on the slow death to Chicago dumb. See, if, if you're putting my feet to the fire, I'm with you. I'm with you. But, again, I just... I, I need someone to fucking beat them. Like, like again, Toronto and Florida, the two teams we talked about last year. Shit. Somebody did beat them. Punched them right in the face. In the East. In the East. In the East. Punched them right in the face <laughs> right. and took the Stanley Cup from them. In their own fucking in, house, In their man. building, yeah. <laughs> in their well, own house. Well, and it was so funny because everyone talked those so much about, like, the Avs' path to the final. And it's like, yo, in three years, that was by far, by a, by a country mile, the best team Tampa has seen in the playoffs Maybe even four years. Go back to the Columbus years where they get swept. Like, that was the best team that they had played. Um, but again, I just I look at that Toronto series. They never seemed shaken when they were down. Uh, that Florida series, they just buried them. I think we saw them get shaken in that Av series because they, that was the first time where they stepped back and they were like, well, We're not the best team in this yeah. series. I, I don't think a plucky attitude is going to help us here. Uh, and, and Andre Vasilevsky, best goalie in the world. He's yep. the ultimate, like you said, the ultimate trump card. Even he didn't Wasn't have an enough. answer. That, yeah. Dude, that game two. Got outplayed by Darcy Kemper. I, which goal was it? It was the third or fourth goal where I remember they, <laughs> they, they, they zoomed in on Vasilevsky. And third he had, or fourth goal. He had <laughs> what that, a night. He had that look on his face of like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> well, did you, <laughs> I'm not sure how to you do guys, this. You guys saw the, the thing that he said to Bednar after the series during the handshake yep, line yep. where he just said, you guys were too good. Too, yeah, I, yeah. I couldn't do anything did, about did it. Did he say yep. too much or too good? I don't remember. It, it but was it was one of the two. Yeah, he was. He just he admitted he was like that was. All I, right. I could not stop that. Yep. We got two super chats here, and then we'll do dark horses as, very quickly. As long as they have Vassy, though, they're in it. Yep. Oh, totally. For me. Yeah. 
$2 from Kevin, who says, what's your honest opinion about the Flyers? Uh, if you want the full opinion, go watch Can our play? preview. Yeah. The <laughs> short version is bad. Do, so, uh, quick question. Do you guys think Torts helps that situation at all? I think he helps them in the wrong way because he'll make them a little better and they want to be really bad. Interesting. Um, I mean, if he's trying to get blood from a stone, and I think that that stone is without blood. <laughs> I, I like the sentiment of it of this is a guy who – like he won't be there when they're if they ever get to be any good, but I think that's a culture move, like the trying to hold people accountable. I'm with you. I think he may help them in the wrong way. In the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then five dollars from Logan who says, as a dire Broncos fan, holy crap, how much I need Avs hockey right now. Signed, City of Denver. Yeah, straight up. I think everyone feels that at the moment. There's so much hype around Ball Arena right now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Between. The healthy, the, nuggets, the healthy yeah. nuggets and defending cup champ ass. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, and that's what I've always wanted to see. All right. <laughs> Close your eyes, shoot your shot. Very quickly, dark horse cup contenders. Minnesota. Wow, really? Yep. Even with that goaltending? Yep. All right. Mini, Jesse. It's Kaprizov, man. Yeah. I believe, I believe I, in Kirill. I just think there's going to be a little bit too much regression yeah, around Yeah, I, I him, agree. I just think there's... I think they their depth took such such a hit. Hold on. You have a superstar and a really good head coach. That's a combination that I am, am, am intrigued by. And we're talking about a dark horse. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. Do you have one? Do you want to go? I'm going to say Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that was a good one. <laughs> Oh man, that's a, you should put that in a stand-up routine. <laughs> Look, I don't Fucking like something Nashville. crazy would have to happen for them to get through the abs, but I think they could pretty easily take second in the central, get a decent mm-hmm. matchup there, and then you know just hope the abs die to injuries or something. I mean, we're talking about dark horse cup contenders. Yep, dark horse. I'm gonna say Washington. I like the upgrade in net. Hey, you said Minnesota. You said a superstar and a good coach. Yeah, I just – that's a team that's, like, no Tom Wilson for several months, no Nick Baxter yeah, for that, several months. That's the exact type of thing where it's like, ah, just get in the playoffs right. and when they're yeah. back. Oh, I was going to say, I just – Well, I, and, like, I, Nick I, Baxter that, might that's just – That's a different conversation. Like, might just You're not. Right, I know, but, but again, like, we're talking about dark horses here. You said, a, you said Minnesota based on one player and one guy who doesn't play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just – that's a really old hockey team. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Dark horse. Do, they, I, have a, do I, they have a top pairing at this point? Like Dmitry Orlov and John Carlson? It's yeah. almost boring now, right? Because it's been like a decade of that. Yeah. Well, and, and no, I, I just, no, I think, yeah. I think Ovi's, I think he's rejuvenated. I think he's. That stayed. guy's the shit. Oh, dude, I'm going to score 50 again. Yeah, this there's, year. No, there's no bones about <laughs> yeah. the superstar part yeah. of that equation. Yeah. Yeah. I like, he's just fine. I like him. And just, they're, again, they've, they've hung around for long enough. I think they got a nice upgrade in net. Catch the right playoff matchup. Get some get some traction going. I could see it. I would feel I would feel a lot more without the injuries. I'm with that you. way about Pittsburgh. They were my other one. They were my other one. Because I like I like a lot of what Pittsburgh is, and I feel like we didn't really get to see where they are. Yeah, because right. of the goaltending injuries in this, and then the Crosby nonsense. Well, and again they, against the Rangers, where it was just like, had they gotten out of that round mm-hmm. and they gotten to go against Carolina, how differently like. Do we feel about Pittsburgh depending on how that's because if they make a conference final, they beat Carolina. Do we are we feeling like so? I, I actually, here they go. I'm serious. You know? I pivoted to Washington because I felt like Pittsburgh was a boring answer. But apropos of what we said at the beginning of the show, they just Pittsburgh just keeps doing it. Yeah, like they just like yeah. every time you think they're going to drop off, they just keep doing it. Have they ever they, missed the postseason with Crosby? Uh, I mean, outside of those first couple the first year maybe they have the longest postseason streak i think it's at 18 or 19 years right now <sighs> Jesus. And, and again like they're solidly in every year now their results once they get there have been a mixed bag for yeah. sure but well, they, i think they've lost in the first round four years in four a row, years in a row so. i think yeah well, if they make the second <laughs> round they play washington and go on to the conference finals that's the rule so right, except, right, for, right. except for that one time yeah that's well, to say and, and the other funny thing is back-to-back cups Four straight first round exits. So it's like <laughs> you get one or the other, but they're another. That's what Tampa team. Bay is going to be in store for this year. Yeah, so yeah. Welcome to the other side. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, I do think is a great dark horse who's almost not even a dark horse because I just expect them mm, to be true. there. 
Malkin, yeah. Crosby, Latang. Yeah. They're, that they're forward core is good, though, man. Yep. I mean, guys like Jake Gensel. Just, just Jake like Gensel. I didn't even out. just mention. Dude, Jake you know, Gensel, Brian Rust. That's a team that. Ricard Raquel. Kind of like Tampa. Who sucks. You just, until they aren't there, you just expect them to be there. Yeah. That's kind of my rule for, for yep. Pittsburgh is. Until they miss the postseason, I'm picking them to make oh, the postseason. Oh, they still have Crosby and Malkin? All right, they're making it. Right. <laughs> right. My, one, my one thing, Adam brings up Boston and Monty, and I'm I just – I'm not a believer. The thing, the, thing, the thing with Boston, who's their goaltender? Because Swayman and Olmark are both, like, solid. Yep. But it, is this, is this, you're just going to keep living like this? Right. Uh, and then the injuries and yep. the adjustment, you know, David Krejci coming back. They're pretty old. No Brad Marchand, no Charlie McAvoy until they're really well, old. Well, and, and I'll just say, age-wise, they're from that grouping of Pittsburgh and Washington. And yeah. While they have really good elite players, Bergeron, Marchand, but mm. they don't have Crosby. They don't have Ovi. You know, they don't and, have the. And you've seen Bergeron has the fall off has begun for like, sure. Yep, still a still a very elite player, defender. Uh, you know, still defensive forward. Unbelievably good defensively. Yep, yep. but they they just the. The ultra high end isn't as ultra high end as it is with a couple of those other teams yeah. that are in that same kind of age bracket. And the one guy that you would maybe make that argument for is Charlie McAvoy, and he's, for sure, and he's out until December, yeah. or January, yep. somewhere in there. And and there, there's again another team that if they get too far behind the eight ball, how do you get back? Well, how do this, you catch this is again. This is where the East being, you know, of course. The obvious, the obvious thing here is this sets up for a Toronto's nightmare. <laughs> oh God! Toronto, the first oh, Toronto gets the first seed. <laughs> oh and my gosh! On the last day, Boston, Boston gets in. Slides in. <laughs> they finally get healthy and get the eight seed. And it's Toronto. It's Toronto, Boston in round one again. Ooh, that's maybe kind of even Sometimes what I'm hoping you have for. To <laughs> you gotta slay the demon at some point. Yeah. It's gotta happen. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. or you don't. I was gonna say, <laughs> or or you just one San more nightmare. Jose. Yep. Yep. Vancouver. <laughs> Um, before we go, I just have to say this because we, we placed the bets on the show before the MLB season started, and we all laughed about how the race is 69. We're like, well, yeah, the Rockies won't God. be that bad. Oh, my God. And we take the over 68 and a half wins for mm. the Colorado Rockies, and they finish the season with 68. Yeah. Never, they never lose, fucking sleep on Vegas. They Dude, lose, seriously. <laughs> so they lose 11 of 12 and then win three in a row at the yeah. very end. And it was just like – they win three the, in a row against the Dodgers. The most, <laughs> right. It was the most opposite <laughs> September yeah. for the Rockies that they all – because usually September, they play really well. They, they, they like, get everybody's hopes up. Well, it could be a pretty good team next year. And instead, yeah. they completely fell apart and shit the bed. Well, and, and completely fell apart this like year. Like Rudo just said, I learned – Sucked. <laughs> when you have – Positive odds. It's for a reason. Vegas does not miss. It was the Val Nachushkin. Yeah, 91 and a half game. Yeah, yeah, whatever whatever it was, 92, 92 and a half. And what did he score in his 92nd yeah. or 93rd period? It was the third period, period of the 93rd <laughs> of the ni- game. Of the, yeah. And it was just like, cool. I'm not <laughs> ever I'm not ever going against what Vegas says again. To be fair, Vegas also had lines set up in case the, he did not score in that game. They had a backup at 96 and a half and then 100. But still, come on, Vegas. <laughs> when did his next goal come? Like three games later? 96? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. But, you know, it's, it is just – that was the one where I was like, do you guys like? Do you guys have time travel technology or something? Like, <laughs> is there something going on at the Superbook in Vegas that the they government know. should be aware that was, of? That was the ultimate, like, shoot your shot where it was like right. somebody put that line out there and then when it hit, they were like – all right, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what's going on here? <laughs> on that note, we're going to get out of here. Uh, we appreciate all y'all hanging out with us. Keep it tuned to the DNVR YouTube channel. All the way leading up to the season, we have a bunch of Avalanche player line, that type of previews coming out. So the first one drops tomorrow. Keep an eye out for it. Until then, we'll talk to you later.